Welcome back to the Drunken Spear Tabletop Gaming Season 2 The Tales of Von Lake. Uh, this week we are going to be missing Kai and Ilias. So, starting with Dovahkiin, you okay with starting first? Sure, I'm okay with starting first. Okay. Well, starting with Dovahkiin, let's go around and give a quick introduction and a fact about our character this week. Hi, everybody. My name is Dovahkiin. If you don't remember, I am a Goliath. My fun fact for me is that sometimes I am quick to judge people without knowing who they really are first. Hmm. Like instance with Fimbir. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's, let's with that, let's follow up with Vamir. Oh, yes. Well, in case you've forgotten, Vamir is a elf who is very, very particular about his belongings. When he sleeps, he always has them on his lap. And he always, which elves don't really sleep, they meditate. So he keeps his effects very close to him. That way, no one can steal them. Or seduce him. Or seduce him, yes. This has happened in the past. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Thanks to Rango and Kai. What would have happened if I'd have killed him? Oh, God. Uh, Derailment. Listen, that's a video for guards. A probably would have came in. You probably would have been arrested. Yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. it, it would have been a hard thing to cover up, even mm. with the. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I need a. I need three piss buckets. All you guys <laughs> and the key to my room. Yeah, I'll see you up there in ten. Uh, Rango. What's up? I'm playing Rango the Wizard or the Lizard Folk Wizard, and yeah, la la la. And, uh, yeah, my fun fact for this week is I love anything shiny, anything to catch my eye. I wouldn't say I'm, like, a hoarder, but I'm definitely, like, a pack rat. So, hence why he picked up the the crown, the king and the queen's crown. And he is wearing the king's crown and carrying the queen's. So, so safe to say, if someone drops a gold piece or any kind of type of money, you would instantly uh, try to go for it. I mean, I wouldn't, like, jump on the ground and, like, roll in the dirt over a gold coin. A gold police, no. A really shiny button? Yeah, maybe. 100%. <laughs> so like, he, he's saying that he wouldn't do what Clark would do for a Reese cup. Yeah. <laughs> there are <laughs> some things that I would do for a goblin arm, and, man, all you guys just, ooh, wait till you have the stew that I'm getting ready to brew. Baby. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I can only already smell this, and I imagine it doesn't smell great. Oh, it to me, anything boiling in water with a little pinch of salt, Makes a good stew. <laughs> it's like the ham bun. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Cinders. So just Blood God, Twilight Cleric. And despite me being a healer, I'm actually very stealthy and kind of shady in a way. Oh, that makes sense. But for that is just for just... My very not knowledgeable of the night, so most of the time I'm active is during the night time, so expert of the shadows, staying with okay. hidden. Could you see Sidrus multi-classing and taking up a rogue? Uh, possibly, but I don't think so. Okay, just curious. Yeah. But I would say for a cleric, 
you're like a you're an animal for a cleric, dude. Yeah, no, it gets gets better because one of the allies that's actually within Sedge's party is a oath domain paladin. So with that, you get allies within five feet of them. They get bonus initiative based on their proficiency level. So, maxed out, so 20th level, so plus 6. Then on top of Sidrus's alert feat, that will bring it up to plus 10, so <laughs> plus 16. And with my advantage, I can yeah. give myself. Sidrus would just always go first. <laughs> He's like, no, but wait. <laughs> wait, there's more. <laughs> Uh, and I, last but not least, I guess, uh, the vote this week was Ruby, uh, the possible, Il- Ilias's possible interest, and uh, tough coming up with a fact for her this week. I haven't put a lot of thought into her, but uh, oh, I have. Vamir gave Ruby a pouch of gold that he stole from. Ilias and Ruby has every intention of returning that gold the next time that she talks to Ilias. That's what my lands. Will she out Vamia? No, no, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, it depends on the questions that oh. Ilias would ask. Interesting. You said she gave her the gold back. No, she will. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's whore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know your friend over there? Yeah, it turns out he gave me your money. <laughs> after I watched you steal, after I watched him steal it all from you. <laughs> yeah, some of the bitches, man. All right, I know how I'm going to fight that. <laughs> With more slander, <laughs> more cursing—that's for sure. <laughs> I fuck you, you fucking wench. Last week, you guys had started off in the middle of a battle that you had left off from previously, uh, fighting through wave after wave after wave of goblins. Totally, I think the number was 50, 50s? Yeah. I think yeah. is what the it was number like was. 52, 55, or something. Something like that. You guys had cleared out the goblins that had moved into the Iron Hills Quarry. Made your way down into the beginnings of the entrance of the Underdark. Where you found in ancient ruins that the goblins had turned into a city. And then proceeded to massacre any of the goblins that remained. You slaughtered the goblin king or the goblin queen. You looted what little trinkets and treasures the goblins had. And uh, with Sidrus's knowledge, you guys were able to make your way back out of the quarry. Rango kicked over the last trap, sealing the only open mine. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's just more work for the miners. I, I have to explain my outburst over there of laughter if you could hear it. Billy's over there with his sub, <laughs> a subway sub, leaned over. <laughs> He's got the whole thing. Did you see him? No. I oh, wasn't my God. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, shit, buddy. I was trying not to be rude and not eat in front of the mic. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> I just watching you with that sub. Leaned back and you're like... Chilling? Yeah. That's funny. All right. Um, damn, I completely lost my train. All right, yeah, you guys said it. Exited the mine after stealing the last tunnel. And it is about 11 o'clock at night. You are all injured, beaten, sore, tired. You've been fighting almost nonstop or running through the mines for a solid five hours. You're feeling the fatigue. Your adrenaline's worn off. And uh, you guys are standing at the bottom of the quarry. Uh, didn't we start? Did we start a fire last time and sit around the fire? Uh, that was inside, and okay. you guys had taken a short rest. Gotcha. So you can take two short rests per day. Okay. And you guys had taken one before you went down in, and then once you had defeated the goblins right. and searched everything, you had taken a second one and then headed it out. Okay. So it's eleven o'clock at night. We're battered, bruised, bloodied, smelly, and hungry. I say. There's not much that can get us from here. <clears throat> I'm going to start a fire and get some rest because I'm tired. Sounds like a plan. Oddly enough, the smell of burnt goblin flesh just kind of hangs in the quarry already. And it is just a foul smelling stench. Do, 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 you, do you guys smell that? Is, yes. Is, is something on? Oh, it's because of... It's because all the fireballs, isn't it, that I cast? Fireballs. Uh, Nothing's, some, like, actively, like, like on fire. Some radiant damage. No, it, it would have petered out by now. Okay. You guys were underground for a couple hours. Okay. that's. I just want to make sure, like, you know, like, oh, we're just going to take a rest. And he's like, oh, you didn't look over there. No, the fucking core is burning down. But, uh, no, I'm going to... Is it is, is it, like, enough of a smell to, like, even make me as a lizard kind of a little cautious? Is it pretty pungent? Give me a... Uh-oh. Give me a survival or... A medicine check. Depending on whichever, if you're proficient, whichever one you're proficient in. I just got a nat 20, baby. Survival for 24. Oh, the dice lords, you're so good to me. (laughs) You want everyone to roll or just Rocky? Uh, Just Rocky. Nat 20. So, you kind of sniff. You look at a couple of the goblin bodies. You can see that they were burnt, and it looked like whatever leather or tattered rags they were wearing had fused and burnt with the skin and the bone which is probably giving to the foul smell the leather and whatever burning but you figure I mean it's not going to hurt you to eat them you might get upset stomach but you've certainly eaten worse (laughs) yes I have I'm going to uh, I'm going to make a small fire and for one, I'm just going to try to prepare a few things, though, cook over the fire. And then I'm going to take the rest of some of the limbs and I'm going to start working on something as I'm waiting for basically the fire to cook the goblin arm. 
Okay. So I'll I'll say you're able as part of your nat twenty survival, you're able to get everything to uh, cook your goblin arm stew set up. And this is in the cave, right? No, this is outside, outside in the quarry. In the quarry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys would have spent about an hour getting out of the cave, hour and a half. So it's not like the smell is so bad to the point to where it would be bugging other people. Uh, I, I guess it depends on how much it. I guess it would vary to player to player. Kai would probably be a little be grossed out. The dirty goblins, the goblin shit, the the smell of burnt goblin flesh. Right. The fact that it's green meat, we're supposed to eat red meat. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to uh, <coughs> continue on my stew. And you just see me like I, I have like the leg of a goblin, and I'm just like stripping it down and trying to. You see me just working on something. I'm like, hey, I figure in a about another. Well, as long as it takes me to strip the rest of this leg down, the stew should be ready. If you guys want in, man, it smells doesn't smell great, but it smells all right. You you enjoy that, Rango? Oh man. So are you guys gonna? Uh, like set up a little camp here and take your long rest in the bottom of the quarry? I kind of feel like I'm going to try to get away from that smell and distance myself a bit. Yeah. Probably find a wall and, and meditate. My four. Yeah, yeah I, I would say it's safe to assume that that's what I'm doing, setting up for a long rest. Yeah. Yeah. Making a little camp, get my bed roll out. Yeah, I'll set up camp. Have a little bedroll. Well, not little. I, I yell over, Cedrus, do you? And I point at the stew. More than welcome to some. And you'll just see him nod. That's how these two are going to bond, is ever some <laughs> goblin stew. Hey, dude, you never know. Whatever goblins are not meant for the stew, I'm just going to use as, like, a makeshift pillow. Rest my head <laughs> on the corpses. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you all a bunch of savages, I swear. As I walk and meditate off against one of the walls or in a in a tent or a building. Salazar is gonna sit down and uh kinda like near Sidrus and Rango and look at Sidrus and Draconic. They uh they do understand that you understand them, right? It's just difficult for you to speak the common. Ah, uh, yes, it's... I think some of them do have figured that, but... It's just... The, the charades is... <laughs> Pretty good, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess... <laughs> I I offer some to uh, Salazar as well. I um I appreciate the sentiment, but I think I'm just going to eat my rations. Fair enough. Thank God. I was starting to get concerned. I feel like I might be eating <laughs> all these damn lizards. <laughs> there are a lot in the party. Yeah. I'm not a lizard. Just no, but we got Sidrus the Cobalt, Rango the Lizard Folk, and then Salazar the Dragonborn. Yep, that's true. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just going to use the, the bone of the goblin leg to make myself a blowgun. Okay, give me a uh, 
D20 and use your um, survival. 12. 12? Yeah, you're able to successfully turn it into a blowgun. Right. I uh, suggest I'm going to get some sleep and then you guys can go collect your reward from Ulrich in the morning. By the time he says this, or like, as he's saying that, I was just finishing up the stew, and I just, like, wipe it off my mouth, and I'm like, yeah, whatever you guys say, tomorrow, and I just roll over. With that, uh, everybody can get a long rest. Get all of our buffs back. Yep. I'm going to try to recoup on arrows, too, if I can. Um, Give me... Give me an investigation check to see how many you can successfully recover that aren't broke. Um, looks like for investigation, I've got a 13. So, I would say, because a lot of the arrows that the goblins were using would have been, like, junk. Okay. It's it's tough to say how many arrows that you shot. I would say, how many arrows are you currently holding in your inventory? I'm going to say, to be fair, I probably have three left. I think you start out with 20. Yeah. Yeah. Give yourself... uh, you find some of mine. I think I use at least like six, I think. Plus Kai shot some. Mine would be, I shot some, but mine would be different. They would be considered bold. Uh, I'd say you're able to find ten. Okay. Successfully. So before I would have went to bed, I'd have cleaned off the arrows and made them look decent and put them back in my quiver. enough to do and I'll just clean my short sword as well for rest uh you guys wake up in the morning uh right about daylight you were undisturbed through the night and uh you would be able to make your way back up into the town yeah, I would. I would hope that anything that popped over the hill at the quarry saw three, two of us, or th- however many of us sleeping among the dead, and then you know one guy <laughs> meditating by a wall, and you know they, hopefully they'd just be like, nah, not mm, today. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, oh my god, that one's eating something. <laughs> that one's resting on a pile of corpses. <laughs> <clears throat> So as you guys are heading off, it's two miles back up the road towards the quarry. Easy enough. It takes about an hour. And uh, you come back into the city. Or not the city. It's literally just like a collection of buildings. It's not even really a village. And uh, it's easy enough to find your way right back up to the main headquarters. Where uh, 
I wrote her name down somewhere. Katie. Kate. The dwarf female receptionist is sitting at the desk inside as you guys walk in. I'm just going to... Because she would... Yeah, obviously she recognizes us. Uh, she would know Sidrus. Vimir and Ilias. Yeah, Vimir and Ilias. I'm going to... I'm just going to strut right up to the counter. And I'm wearing the crown still. I'm going to say, ah, is it morning or afternoon? It's morning. I'm going to say, ah, good morning, my lady. I'd say it's about 7.30. Um, if you had not noticed, and I point to the crown, I'm like, I'm sort of a big deal around the goblins around here. Uh, my friends, Ilias and, you know, Sidrus, and then we were on a job for somebody. Now we are seeking our payment. And the crown is pretty cool, right? Uh, this is the woman dwarf that I was messing yes. with and hitting on, right? Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> the yes, the Duchess survivors that um, Ulrich hired. I, I'm glad to see that you guys are turned alive. I'm gonna kind of try to. Vamir's gonna try to tiptoe around and kind of stay behind Dovahkiin and out of her sight from embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. give me a uh, stealth check. Okay. Uh, 27. 27? Yeah, you're yeah, successfully hidden now. behind Dovahkiin's. Say, so, uh, do you uh, do you know where we get to our payment? I'm, I'm hoping it's another crown. I, I can lead you right to Ulrich's office right down here. Oh, you're very sweet. Thank you. And she's going to stand up, lead you back down the way that... I, I can't remember if she went upstairs before or not. I think she might have. I think she went upstairs. She goes upstairs. She goes down the hall, opens up the door. Uh, Mr. Firesnout, the uh, the Duchess survivors have returned. And uh, uh, seemingly have completed the goblin mission. And then she's going to exit the room, and Ulrich is going to stand up from his desk. Did You did it? The goblins are gone? I just point to the crown. Yes, they are gone. I'm the king now. Where did you find that crown? <laughs> well, <clears throat> there was a goblin king and a goblin queen and a whole bunch of other goblins down in this quarry. Uh, my my friends and I have disposed of said problems, and you know we put it to a vote. And, you know, if so facto, I'm kind of the king now. So, and this is the guy that gave us the job for the goblins. Yes, specifically. yes, it is. Did, okay. Do, were you unaware that there was basically a whole colony down there? No, we had just dug into that uh, that area while searching for new veins when we discovered the crevice. Oh, well, you found it. And a bunch then we're of attacked goblins. by goblins. And honestly, what we had to deal with was very trivial and I telling you, you got a good deal for what you paid. And uh the goblins kind of exploded and had traps set in all the the you know, the ways down in, so they're gonna need redug. You're going to need to be very careful upon re-entry. Yes. Unstable, lots of goblins, you know, a decent stew smelling in the air. You know. there, there was easily a hundred well, goblins down there. Did, 
Did you kill all the goblins? They are all yeah, dead yeah. to our knowledge. We, we didn't see any more. Well, we slept on their corpses in, in the night of last, so I figure if any more would have, you know, if I, there would have been any more. And if there are, you can call us and we'll come back and we'll deal with the problem because we never, and I do mean never, leave a job half-assed. We always give it a whole ass. <laughs> He's going to uh, chuckle and step around his desk and hold his hand out to shake each of your hands. I'm going to grab it. Each of you individually. I'll with get a up. firm grip, and it's a pleasure to do business with you. I'll reach out my Al- finger and let him shake. Is it Alfred? Al- Ulrich. 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 Ulrich Firesnout. <laughs> when he reaches, I'm going to reach my hand out, and then I'm just going to pull him in for a hug. <laughs> I'm like, wait, we hug around here, man. He, he awkwardly kind of like gives you the one arm, like one tap, and like, then ah, tries he, to step back. You'll you'll warm up, man. I promise. Sorry, I might be a little dirty, but I'll just reach, give stretch. Yeah, you guys are still definitely covered in like dried blood and dried uh, bits, I mean, whatever. Like I, you cleaned yourselves up a little bit, but there was only so much you could do with like right, the right. limited water. At least we're dry, so there is that, you know. Uh, he is going to go back around his desk, reach down, unlock a drawer, and pull out. Because I think the job was 850 gold. Uh, let's see. Because originally what I intended was he was going to pay each of you a solid gold bar, which would be a hundred gold. So there'd be a total of six bars sitting there. And then there'd be 250 golden coins. It would be a hundred gold worth of gold, 50 gold worth of 75 gold worth of silver. And then 75 gold worth of copper. Is that what we each get? That's how. So it was. That's how I he. That's how he would have broken it down in payments. There'd be six gold bars, and each gold bar is worth a hundred gold because they weigh two pounds. Each pound weighs fifty. Each gold, fifty gold coins weighs a pound. So a gold bar is worth a hundred gold. I mean, it would. Right. Absolutely. And then it would be. Uh, the rest of it, it would be a hundred gold in gold, a hundred gold in silver, and then fifty gold in copper. So how much? How was that broken up again? So it should be a thousand silver, right? Is that does that seem right? <clears throat> or ten, we could just ten I mean, pieces of silver. I mean, we could just yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out off screen. Well, that but we, I, okay. But just split but, the gold up into gold pieces. I mean, yeah. But for now, I mean, it's how many copper pieces was it again? It would have been uh, fifty gold worth of copper pieces. Okay. I don't know what the math is. You trying to? God. Either way, in total, it was eight hundred and fifty gold. Sorry, that was just confusing as fuck for everybody. So eight fifty okay. divided by four, we each get two hundred and twelve gold. Two hundred and twelve and a half gold. Two hundred and twelve gold. Two 
so it's interesting your methods of payment. It's almost like you had to ask for donations. Um, no, I was just trying to divide it up. I mean, it's, it makes sense, I suppose. I'm sure you don't want to carry all your money around in gold all the time. Right? That does make sense. I love the gold bars. <clears throat> um, I also want... Vamir is actually going to reach out and grab two gold bars for his payment. That's what he'll divvy out. Uh, I also want you to have this. And he holds out a backpack. I'll take that. Thank you. What is it? Um, apparently a backpack. I'm going to look through it and look at it. Similar to a bag of holding. Oh. Ah, very it's interesting. It's a Hewitt's Handy Haversack. Rare. This back hat, back, backpack has a central pouch and two side pouches, each of which is an extra-dimensional space. Each side pouch can hold up to 20 pounds of material, not exceeding a volume of two cubic feet. The large central pouch can hold up to eight cubic feet or 80 pounds of material. The backpack always weighs five pounds, regardless of its contents. Placing an object in the haversack follows the normal rules for interacting with objects. Retrieving an item from the haversack requires you to use an action. When you reach into the haversack for a specific item, the item is always magically on top. The haversack has a few limitations. If it is overloaded, or if a sharp object pierces it or tears it, the haversack ruptures and is destroyed. If the haversack is destroyed, its contents are lost forever. Although an artifact always turns up again somewhere. Hmm. If the haversack is turned inside out, its contents spill forth unharmed and the haversack must be put right before it can be used again. If a breathing creature is placed within the haversack, the creature can survive for up to 10 minutes after which time it begins to suffocate. I <laughs> like this pack and I'm going to put it on my back. <clears throat> That's very, very interesting bag you have there, friend. Thank you. Uh, it's, uh, it served me well in my younger years, and I thought that your group, given your circumstances, could put it to uh, very good use. Absolutely. <clears throat> what's, what's next for this small mining town, friend? Well, we need to get our things in our cart and our minerals... Then we need to head back to, uh... Yes, uh, since you cleared the goblins out of the quarry, I will be sending a group down with, uh, your cart to retrieve the goods that you are to be returning home with. Oh, Fantastic. yeah. I, you. you know what, buddy? I completely forgot about all that. And you're actually going to see him, uh, sit down, and he's going to write a letter out real quick. Go grab one of the carrier pigeons that you've been seeing him use on and off in the mining guilds. Send it off, and it's going to fly out the window and go to uh, deliver the message and hopefully start to process so that 
You guys can get on the road quicker. That sounds very good, friend. What yeah. do you think, Divikin? <laughs> he's, he's stuffing his face <laughs> with the sub right I'm gonna, now. I'm going to look. That's why I asked him the question. <laughs> I know. You <laughs> dick. <laughs> I'm going to look uh, at Ulfric and say, uh, <coughs> excuse me, sir. Now, can you point me to a direction where I would be able to possibly use some of your uh, forging material, maybe a smelter and maybe a, an anvil and a hammer? Um, I suppose that could be arranged. Very well. I if we if I have enough time, I I might. I have a project I am I want to start working on. Okay. Oh, and I have good news for all of you as well. We received a letter this morning stating that uh the Red Hollow Village had been assaulted by Kilborn and his bandit clan. What what do you mean good news? How is that good news? Uh, The village prevailed with massive casualties to the bandits. Uh, Kilborn did escape, but uh, they they killed most of his bandit clan, or defeated or captured most of his bandit clan. So, uh, yes, the, the road should be safer on your trip home as well. Excellent news. Wow. That is great news. I'm surprised they prevailed without us. There was strength in numbers. Apparently. Well, earlier when you guys were on a different mission, I was training with the guards too. Ah, yes. I bet you they were wishing you were there, big man. Yes, Dovahkiin gave them quite a thrashing and they learned to uh, better their defenses and their stances. Well, maybe you're the sole reason why that town survived. Maybe. So I would say, let's see, because they got to take the cart to the quarry. They got a loaded quarry. I'd say you probably got about an hour, hour and a half before the cart is uh, ready to ship out. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna wait then on my project. I'm going to sharpen my knives with the stone that I have in my pack. I'm going to... Oh, I'm sorry. And oil and, and maintenance my equipment as I wait. Uh, easy enough to do. I'm going to find uh, somewhere I can wash off and try uh, to wring my clothes out. I was going to ask about a place to wash goblin blood off. Yeah, it'd be uh, easy enough. There would be some... Uh, like some bathhouses that the miners would have. You would just go in. It would cost you uh, two silver pieces. But, uh, yeah, you'd be able to take a bath I or just be in the bathhouse. I, <laughs> I look at them. Is there, like, is there anybody there? Uh, take the, the money. Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a male human sitting there. Uh, what's his name? John. <laughs> I say... I flip John a gold coin, and I say, keep the change, bud. You're going to need it because, boy, oh, boy, it's going to be messy when I'm done in there. He looks at the gold, looks at you, kind of eyeballs all the dried blood and other stuff on you. We can uh, we can clean your robes and stuff for you if you want. As soon as he started saying that, I was just stripping down. 
I just I, 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 I it just um you, you can go in the bathhouse and then you can just leave them in the the designated area and someone oh. will come in and get them. Okay, fair enough. They will be clean by the time you get done. You, you, my friend, are a good man. <clears throat> I'm gonna proceed to go in there and take care of business. Get a little scrubby dubbed up. I kind of crawl, almost crawl through the door. <laughs> I hand the man two silver pieces. Tell him I'm gonna be trying to wash some goblin blood off. Okay. Uh, same thing. He tells you that you can get your, uh, if you leave your clothes in the designated area, your armor and stuff will get cleaned up and they'll take care of it. All right. He said that he's got to charge you for two shower stalls. Sorry, <laughs> big, big, big men got to pay. Sorry, bud. <laughs> uh, after Vermeer cleans his weapons, he would head to the bathhouse. Okay. He would ask for his clothes to be starched and cleaned as he strips them off of his body. And he is standing there completely nude and he hands them over. <laughs> Knives under one arm, his left, as he hands over his um, his clothes. And he specifically asked for them starched and cleaned and that he needs a bath. Uh, to which direction can you point me, my man? <coughs> he hands your clothes. Uh, please put them in the designated area, sir. And the bathhouse is back here. It is two gold pieces or two silver pieces. This ah, guy's well, earning his here, pay tonight. If you can make sure that the job gets done, I hand him two gold. Thank you. And you watch me walk back into the bathhouse area with my butt cheeks shaking as I walk back down through there. Picture a skinny elf nude walking. So now you are all, because it's it's like one big communal bath. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's big and it's kind of like divided into other, like different smaller baths, but it's all just one big area. And there's probably. I'm going to say there's 10 baths and you probably have six to eight miners that are kind of like in two or three over in one corner. And then you've got some that are open and then it's you guys. So everybody's naked. It's Uh, a party in here. Some of them are naked. Some (laughs) of them have like their skivvies on. Some of them have like a towel wrapped around them. Is this a male bathhouse only? Uh, This area? Yeah. It's it's divided. Hey, that doesn't change anything, does it, man? (laughs) I'm just Jared was here. (laughs) Oh God, he'd be like, he's gonna listen to this episode and be like, "You guys had a shower scene without me." (laughs) Yeah, he missed the sausage party. That's exactly what he's gonna say. (laughs) Missed the shower scene. You guys suck. (laughs) Cedric, did you follow us to the bathhouse? Yep. Nice. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, it is kind of like a like a hot um, hot spring bath, so it, it's warm. Uh, there is some steam in the air. It's definitely uh, the water is definitely magically heated the temperature, and uh, like the steam is definitely like it's steam, but it's you can tell it's their magical effects. Yeah. So it's very therapeutic here, I, almost. Uh, it, the hot water and like the steam and stuff. I just, I'm like, man, I, I must be starting to peel again. I shouldn't be doing this until winter. As as I walk past Rango, hey Rango, you just watch me walk, completely nude through there, no town, no nothing. I say, hey David Keen, <laughs> find my bath. I'm like, 
What do you think has in store for the rest of it? It's just now it's just Golden Girls Hour. Right. Now it's time to gossip. What do you guys think we're going to do next? I don't know, but we need to get back to the town and get more coin. Is that all you think of, friend? It really is. I- I'm surprised. I-, I would think that you would think the same way. Uh, gold really doesn't now gold things. Maybe not, you know, like. His crown. Yeah. And I'm sh- I still have my crown on, even in the shower. <laughs> I'm going to say it's going to be tough for me to let this thing go, but I do have plans for it. But uh, no, gold doesn't drive me. I've learned much in the years of solace and solitude that you know maybe that is what is your purpose here is to be rich and gather the gold. That's what drives me for sure. I guess there's nothing wrong with that, friend. And as long as we are taking gold out of the right hands, exactly. Get all the bandits. It's just that's that's uh, Dova's shower talk. He's like, yeah. He's like, in that time I killed that bandit. He's like, man, I can't wait to kill even more bandits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just there, bloodthirsty. Is there it's a awesome. shower woman that will bathe us, or do we have to do this ourselves? I, uh, you uh, see me using my tail to scratch it, it, my no, back. No, no, this is like a do-it-yourself Self thing. Self-serve. There's like and loofahs on a stick that you can use. There's really communal loofahs on a stick oh, that no you way. can use. <laughs> I'm like, I, hey. I really should have not I, given that guy two gold pieces. I, I will say they are magically cleaned with prestidigitation, so I mean, <coughs> it's not like they're... Dirty. Dirty, right. but they might not get used in between... They might not get cleaned every time. You know, they might get cleaned like once or twice a day. A.M. <laughs> and P.M., baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm going... Unless you know the spell, you know what I mean? If yeah. you got magic, clean it up yourself. But so the clothes or, are all automatically magically cleaned, too. Yeah, they would be cleaned with precipitation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I can't say, say that. Fuck you, I can't say that word. <laughs> I don't even think I can say it. Uh, that one for Ranga for <laughs> making fun of the DM. <laughs> don't you say that. Don't you say that. <coughs> or you can just bring your own brush. Ah. Yeah. Y- yeah, you yeah, can see, do that as well. <laughs> I'm just going to scrub with my hands. That's what uh, literally he says, and I'm like, God, Sidrus, you're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> now he's going to tell you to roll because you didn't understand him. Oh, I understood. In passing. That time I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> the rest of the shower, the rest of the shower scene, I'm just hammering out common with uh, Sidrus. I'm like, all right, this is. <laughs> oh no! And in the water, splashing like a duck, brushing himself. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm like, uh, Rango's, maybe another time. Rango's trying to have a serious discussion, and Sidrus is just backstroke <laughs> flopping <laughs> around. I think Sidrus over there is having fun. Sure looks that way. And he is a little guy. It's <sighs> a four-foot pool, and he's, like, on his tiptoes, keeping <laughs> his snout above water. I thought he was two-foot. My God, Dovahkeen, for your stature, I figured you'd have a much bigger pecker. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you look kind of like this <laughs> Psychic damage. <laughs> I didn't know you rolled that way there, Vimir. Uh No, I'm just surprised. Why well, are you looking down there, then? Well, it's hard to miss there, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, we look up to talk to you, and I'm looking right at your one-eyed monster. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> it is about the same si- height as my head, friend. <laughs> Yeah, it must be a blessing and a curse. Am I right? Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 Shit. Oh god. So yeah. about I I'd say about half hour, forty five minutes has passed. That's your guys plenty is for me. shinning in again. The it's oh, it's probably going on about nine o'clock in the morning. No. Yeah. About uh, I'd be going on about ten. All right. Walk out, grab my robes, grab my stuff, dust myself off a little, and uh, kind of get a little stretching in, get limbered up, check my staff. All right. I think uh, we're ready to roll. I adjust my crown. I think we're ready to roll. I think so, too. I'm going to don my armor, and my or my clothes and my armor, uh, put my swords back on and get all my equipment as I smell nice, clean, and fresh. Hate those goblin caves, stench. I will say after after doing the goblin stew, I think it'd be safe to say that I wouldn't put it on my preferred to eat list. Goblin yes. would not be a repeat meal. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I pull out my choice. <laughs> you see me pull out a small little like you know notebook, notebook, yeah, and I just say, you just you see a bunch of different like creatures. And I'm like check beside it. You know, like Griffin, check. You know, the bear, check. Like, Gob- Goblin, Goblin gets an X. Question mark. X, question mark, question mark. Parentheses, maybe to survive. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I picture them as being really foul tasting. Oh, yeah. Well, well, well that's why I had seen, to stew them. Um, Colonel Mines with the one cannibalist in Florida. Uh-uh. Yeah, you got to watch that. He has, like, different recipes from people he cooked, chopped up, and put in there. <laughs> Like frowny face for no, smiley face for yes. That's what Rango's book reminds me of. (laughs) 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 All right, Uh, you guys are able to meet back up with the cart, and uh, Salazar, the two guards, Kai and Ilias are there. And uh, you guys are all able to set off if you're ready to. Uh, you're, you do have your horses, that horses that you had ridden on. Okay. And I believe you kept two extra horses from the bandits. Yeah, we did. I think. Yeah, I thought we Vamir kept one and somebody else kept one, yep. right? I thought we tied the extra two to the main wagon to help pull it. Yeah, they were tied to the wagon. I just don't remember who kept them. I know I kept one. <coughs> uh, with that, who is leading the pack on your guys' journey back to the Red Hollow Village? I cannot lead. I am. I am the king. You must. I must need protection. Uh, v- uh, Vamir would better, be in the back. You guys better brace yourself for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll lead. Okay. Uh, give me perception or survival, your choice. Oh, it's the same either way. 21. 21. Okay. Uh, the first week of your journey passes pretty uneventful you uh you pass more traffic moving about than you did on your journey there 
a lot of people, uh, two or three people traveling on horses. You've passed a couple of carts. Uh, some people that have been walking in between farms on foot. Uh, definitely a lot more traffic than what, like I said, like you had seen less than a week ago, a little over a week ago. <coughs> Probably because that bandit got his ass beat by the village. On uh, the evening of day seven, whoever is taking first watch, give me a perception check. I'll take a perception check. <clears throat> Fourteen. Fourteen? <clears throat> All through the night, uh, the cloud cover is so heavy that you cannot see... You can't see the moons hanging in the sky. You can't see any of the scars. It's all... And, it's all cloud hover. It's all super, super foggy. But uh, nothing happens. And it is the morning of your eighth day of travel. Sidrus, are you leading the pack again? Yep. Okay, give me another uh, survival or perception. Nine? A nine? Okay. Uh, it is getting to be about noon during the day. Still uh, super cloudy, super overcast. You can't see the moons hanging in the sky during the day. It's not quite as cloudy, but it is 100% still super foggy. And you can hear over everything else. That's not the sound I wanted it to be. The Raven Queen. Hmm. So kinds of wildlife out here tonight. Oh my god, the night is so quiet. All I can hear is the bears. I think this was either way. You can hear a mass of ravens. This is not good. Not uh, good at all. Citrus. Uh, uh, you, you see a numerous ravens fly over. One flies down, landing on a branch. Seems to look directly at you. Give me a uh, religion check. Oh, a religion check. Ooh, this might be a first. Hell yeah. 23. Mm, damn. 23. That bird's trying to talk to me. Hold on. I'll tell you what it's saying. <laughs> Citrus, hold on. I'll, g- I'll get the message for you. The raven... is... trying to give you a message. And it is a very ominous feeling message. 
very much uh very much feels like a warning like there's some kind of uh threat nearby but you cannot decipher what kind of threat it is that bird is trying to tell me that he wants to be my pet and then the uh the bird all the other birds, all the other ravens that had flown over continued flying south. You guys are heading north. They continued flying south, and the raven that was trying to give you the message was the only one that flew back north. Rango, I don't think that one wants to be your pet. I think it's more of a sign. I just wanted it to be my friend. I know. Crows are very... Uh, Curious creatures. Uh, there are also ancient signs to huh? either pending good or danger. I'm not sure which. What's your thoughts on this, Sidrus? Yeah, to explain. Well, <laughs> maybe Salazar could translate for us because they can both speak. Dirt I'm time. really, I'm, I'm a really good listener, so. Uh, there was some threat nearby, off to the north, possibly. Uh, Salazar is going to answer you in Draconic. Threats? What? What kind of threats? I don't understand a damn word he, he just said. He said that there's a threat nearby. Oh, that's not good. He I crit, by the way. Fail on that. Did it, did it, was it, because you use holy magic too, I mean, was it, was it, (coughs) who's your patron? It would be the, God, what's that voice? (coughs) It would be the Raven Queen. My eyes just like start to widen. Uh Uh-huh. I studied her a little bit when I was studying at the temple. I mean, I just who she was, and not not like I studied her magics, but uh, very ominous. I am very interested in this. Rango is <clears throat> this this whole interaction's really piqued his interest. Because I, I will say I'm, I'm still very thirsty for magical knowledge. So seeing this, I'm very interested. Um, if there is a threat nearby, maybe we should leave and move quickly. If there is a threat nearby, it looks like I shall be cooking dinner for us again. Someone yeah. could scatter out, see what's up ahead. Like someone ride up ahead. <coughs> we'll follow at a slower pace. Scout can come back and report. All right. I say, <laughs> I look at Sidrus. <coughs> I say, uh, Dova just throws you up in the air really far, and then he promises to catch you, and you just take a look <laughs> around. <laughs> and I just start laughing halfway through. It. I'm like, Nah, nah, come on. That's, that'd be crazy. Uh, 
What do you What do you guys want to do? I say we follow the bird. One hundred percent follow. Well, the bird. I mean, the bird's kind of gone. I mean, it it flew north, but yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of gone. Are right? we, aren't we traveling north? Yeah, but we don't know how far north it went. That bird sought us out on an entire road of people and had no problems finding us. I would be say I would say it is safe to assume that if it wants to find us again, it will. Well, I'm not doubting that because it was it was You're right. And I just point to the <laughs> crown. I'm like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> uh it's going to break my heart when I melt it down. I'd almost say maybe send one or two people to go scout ahead. Uh, scouting. I, we better get back to the town and get our reward. Citrus? <clears throat> I mean, you are leading. We are on our way back to town, but I am very interested. I mean, if we're already going north. I, I mean, honestly, what's scarier than us four, anyway? I mean, look at Dover King over there. And you. I mean, my God, you were eating goblins. Who does that? <sighs> Somebody's got to do it. Sidrus isn't that scary, but he's got... He packs a wallet for a little guy. That is no doubt. I'm not scary either, Sidrus, so don't take us insult by that. <laughs> the only thing that's scary to you is somebody's wallet, man. <laughs> Not somebody's wallet, his own wallet. Yeah. You have a ga- you have a terrible gambling. We got to get back to the, your gambling addiction, but that's a tale for another time. Right. I do plan on spending some coin. Alrighty, and while these guys debate and figure out, well, I think they already decided they're just going to continue up the road. But yeah, try to figure out what this ominous feeling is. We're going to jump into a quick break, and then Ooh. we will be right back. And we are back from our break. Setting themselves up on an order surrounding the cart with Sidrus and Rango in the front, Salazar and his two guards, and then Kai and Ilias, and then Dovahkiin and Vamir are bringing up the rear. Having just received a somewhat ominous message from a flock of ravens, the group has decided to press forward and uh, return back to the Red Hollow Village. And it is several hours have passed and it is coming up on dusk of your eighth day of travel. Sidrus, give me a perception check. Eleven. Uh, you can see a figure on top of a horse, and it appears to be coming down the road towards you. Maybe half mile away. Still super cloudy out, overcast, can't see, can't really see the sun, can't really see the moons.
say I'll just be cautious, but I wouldn't pay much mind to them. Just think it's just another passerby. Okay. Um. Few minutes pass. Are you going to call this out to anybody, or just kind of? I mean, this isn't the only traveler that you've passed, but this would be the first traveler within a couple of hours. No, I'm not going to call it out. Okay. As you guys are traveling forward... You are closing the distance. Um, And you can start to see he's not fully sitting up straight. He seems to be kind of uh, slumped over his horse. When does this guy come in view of the people in the back? Uh, Right about the same time that... Or Sidrus would spot him. Okay. And how apparent is it that he slumped over the horse? Uh, It's not really apparent until you're within... Sixty feet. Fifty, sixty feet. Okay. Uh, I'd like to inspect this guy just, like, visually. Does he have any arrows or anything sticking out of his back? Uh, Does he look human? Um, Running just off your passive perception... No. Uh, no arrows? No, no air, nothing that stands out where you would see it in your, like, passive. You would just see he kind of slumped over uh, forward. It's hard to tell if he's armed. You can't really tell. Does he appear to be conscious? Um, For that, give me a perception check. And the rest of you guys would be uh, seeing... 14 would be my passive. Okay, yeah. With uh, not rolling higher than your passive. <laughs> Can't tell? Yeah, there's nothing okay. that you can... Uh, it does seem 20, like... 21 for perception. Okay. Well, no, I'm sorry. 19. 19. Okay, you would see as you get closer, uh, his armor does appear to be somewhat tattered. Uh, he has a broken shield hanging on the side of the horse. Um, I'm relaying this to everybody. It, can you see rust, Rango? Is it rusty? Been there a while? Uh, I don't. I don't know. No, it doesn't appear to be rusty, but it does appear as though it's seen combat recently. It looks like he has been scarred of, like, uh, I suppose, picture like a chainmail armor. That's been through battle and it's been slashed at and it's got like the, it might not have cut all the way through, but it's got it's like got the chinks and the dings yeah. and the armor. Some and gashing. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to say that it looks like he has been pretty beat up. Uh, this is odd. That means we have something on top of that hill. I'd say we stay alert. Um, when we look up to the top where we're headed, is there some spots that we could venture off? The beaten path and kind of take a detour, or no? Um, so give me an investigation check okay. to see what your uh, 
<laughs> Same number as last time. This dice is retired. It's a two. <laughs> uh, and you said... Uh, Investigation. Yeah, it's going to be a four total. That dice is done for tonight. <laughs> can, can, I, can I try to see? Uh, yeah, you can try. So, Vamir looking up. From what you see, it is just the uh, it's just the road, okay, and then you know the trees and it. We must face our problems. I got like a fifteen for investigation. We do in life. Fifteen at first. It doesn't look right into it. <clears throat> so. There's nothing that's like a trail that leads off, but there would be some gaps wide enough in between the trees and some of the foliage. You could pull the cart off the side of the road if you wanted to, and uh, up up until. The top of the hill, we'll say it's all in all the whole, it, it'd be like a mile grade up to the <laughs> top of the hill. And you guys are passing this guy about halfway. And it's not a super steep grade because, it, I mean, it's a fairly paved, not paved road, but it's but like yeah, a cobblestone road. Beaten down, yeah. So my thing is, uh, when I'm on, what I'm going to say now is, I think, I do not think that. Whatever it is up here is abandoned or anything of the sort is a, you know, anything like that. I don't think, I think if it was just a bandit or just a random <coughs> something that we wouldn't have gotten such a, you know, a raven doesn't just show up for a bandit. So whatever I feel like, I, I don't feel like our goods are going to be, you know, threatened by any means. Whatever it is, it, I think it's either targeting us or... Put itself in our path. Well, as long as it don't try to steal my coin, I suppose I don't mind. We'll kill it. Citrus? So, and uh, one thing I want to throw in. Picture the road that you're on. So all the roads, and we'll have to get a picture of the map up on one of the sites or something so people can see. But all of the roads that are painted label, or brown are like picture old Roman roads that have been like dug up and then they've been laid down in layers so that they're okay. built to withstand time. And they are actually roads that predate any of the existing <coughs> kingdoms or republics or empires. Interesting. I, I gotcha. Well, continue onward. I just say be alert. I ready my staff. Get them all out from behind my back. Okay, so you guys are proceeding. <coughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, he's holding a foam weapon that's made out of pool noodles. Very clever. Um, you guys continue up to the top of this uh, kind of like mile upgrade where it levels off for a good distance. It does curve, so it's not just like a straight road where you can see. You can see maybe quarter to a half mile at a time. I like this music. Ah, oh, thank you, Elias. This yeah, Elias Ili is playing some music while you guys are traveling. I kind of feel like I'm not in danger now at all. <laughs> Nothing will hurt us ever. <laughs> <laughs> Good day jo Jolly, jolly old good time. You guys, you guys are traveling. Elias is playing some light music. 
He's like, I gotta, and this would be Alias too. It's a dark, fucking, like, curse theme. And he's like, ah, oh, I know it'll lighten the mood. <laughs> yeah, it's it's perfect. Um, so yeah, you guys do not see anything when you get to the top of the hill. Just the rest of the road, nothing. Ah, see, I told you, friends. Famir, give me perception check. All right, well, see if I cannot retire a second dice tonight. <laughs> ah, there we go. So, I've got a 20 knot net. 20 knot net. So, you do notice looking back down the road behind you as you not 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 necessarily a sense of paranoia, but just your uh your constant <coughs> always watching your back. Right. You look back and you see that the man that was on the horse is gone. Um everybody the man that was on that horse is gone. He's disappeared completely. I know what it is. I know. What is it? The raven was an omen. I am going to Some, ready one my of us. One bone. of us is going to die. And it's, Hawk and arrow. Am I riding a horse? Yeah, you guys are all on horses. Oh, God, it's going to be me. <laughs> no, you'll be fine, Rango. We'll kill this beast. So as an apparition, what may have made... Yet to come. Yeah, because, I mean, we just looked at it. We never actually interacted with it. No, we? you Fuck. guys just passed by yep. it. That was a, probably a spell. Oh, like, who who would interact with that? He looked like he had a heart attack and was murdered by someone. Well, of course, that's how magic works. It always makes you want... It always, yeah, makes you want to see one thing when it's truly another. Right, but think about it. It's the perfect cover. Maybe he didn't trust us. And he thought we looked shady, so he had an illusion over himself to look tattered and dead. Through it all, Ilias is playing his tune. Ilias, that is wonderful. You half-goat bastard. It definitely kind of leaves the tension in the air. That's for sure. It's feeling rather tense. Okay, so Ilias, or Vamir has called out that the, uh, the figure has disappeared. And you guys are having your little debate. What are you deciding to do? Continue, I suppose. I forget what time of day I said it was. I jump, I've been jumping through times a lot. So we're, we're going to say it because I think it was morning. We're going to say it's about midday. So noon to one o'clock. <laughs> yeah. um, I just... I mean, there's... Let, mm, let, me, let me think here. Ah, don't read too much into it, Rango. We're still headed to the to uh, get our big payout. I, I want to try to roll for Arcana, see if there, if I can sense anything magic. Okay, so you would have been doing this right after you realized the guy was not. Yeah, right after we when the guy was when we realized that he's gone. I want to do like a vibe check. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do a nature. Um, I rolled a A nature. uh, What are you searching for with your nature? Because you would have, if you have anything to like sense good or evil or anything like that with your cleric ability. And I can't remember if it's like a cleric thing or a paladin thing or if it was like paladin, but I don't know. The cleric might be able to probably. I know they got some crazy channel divinity. So I didn't know if there was anything you could use to like sense. I mean, I was just going to see if about the kind of fog it was. But oh, okay. 
I might have that, maybe. Yeah, I do. Okay, well, I I, know, I just know. gave you an idea. <laughs> uh, Anything I can do to help. <laughs> I rolled a nine for Arcana. Nine. Uh, there was definitely some magical sense to. I uh, I'm gonna and I'm gonna relay that. I'm just gonna say I, I do have a slight feeling of magic somewhere. Uh, aren't you a wizard? Well, yeah, I told you I could feel the magic, didn't I? Well, yes. <laughs> you mean like illuminating outside of yourself? Yes, yes. I, oh. I, I can sense some magic that, that was either... That man. I would assume that that man was an uh, apparition of sorts. Magic. Magic. Goddamn. Them oh damn boy. wizards, I tell you. Can't trust them. This is interesting. I knew I should have put an arrow into him. All right, I'll cast Detect Evil and Good. Okay. So it's only a 30-foot radius. Do you know if there's an apparition, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you? Okay. So it's not really that far. So you you don't have to roll. It's just an automatic sense, right? Yeah. Okay. So what you are sensing would be an intense like remaining feeling of evil you said you detect undead right yep undead it was definitely like an undead feeling and it was fairly magical and powerful It's more of like a, uh, it, it's like almost like the, uh, like the remnants of where he passed through, like, like his aura just kind of lingered in the area and that's what you're picking up. Okay. is going to play your tune all day guys so are you guys going to uh, push through until the night or do you want to stop and eat (coughs) for lunch I intend on pushing through and eating any rations on the horse back yeah Yeah, sounds good let's just push through easy enough you travel the rest of the day Night begins to fall. And you find yourselves tending to the horses, setting up your campfire, making your rations. Who is taking first watch? Um, I'll take first watch. 
Get some sleep, everybody. Give me your perception check. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. see a shadowy figure moving just at the edge of your uh, dark vision. Okay, I'm going to very carefully work my way to Rango. Rango. Tap him on the leg. <coughs> Rango. Quietly. Quietly. What? I have a shadowy figure moving on the outside of my vision. Um, get ready and be prepared. I'm quite nervous with that entity that we passed on the road earlier, and I'd rather be cautious. And then I'm going to work my way down to Dovahkiin and tap him on the leg. Dovahkiin. Yeah. Quietly. Uh, I have a shadowy figure at the edge of my line of sight. I believe it might be that aberration that passed us on the road, but I'm not sure. My, uh, a little bit paranoid after passing that man. And then I'm going to work my way down to Cedrus. Cedrus. And I'm going to tap him on the leg. Okay. Um, as you're going through the process of waking everyone up, Rango, you were the first one he woke up. Give yeah. me a perception check. Seventeen plus twenty-one. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, beyond the light of the fire, you do not see anything. I'm gonna like. Yeah, how, how close is Vamir to me? I can see uh, uh, within fifteen feet. Um, I'd say you guys are all kind of like laying. I'm gonna like look at him, get his attention, and say. I don't see anybody out there. Uh, 60 feet is what I can see in the dark. He's out there. Be prepared. I'm telling you something's there. I'm going to ready my staff. After hearing Vermeer, because the elves can have 60 feet of dark vision, correct? Yep. Yeah, after hearing Vermeer, since he's in the dark. Since I, I, I No, I can't see that well. I'm just going to get ready. I'm going to holler. Show yourself, monster. Uh, we know you're there. Okay. Uh, Sidrus, you can give me your perception check if you want. Okay. <laughs> Infinite <laughs> seer of dark vision. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say 23. Yeah, it's like 23. And he has like 300 feet or some shit like that. Uh, you can see, and it has moved up significantly from where Vamir told you it was. It's moved up from around 60 feet to within 20 feet. But there is something that seems to be working behind the uh, the guards' tent. They're set up. Do I have a clear line of sight on this guy? Uh, no. It, the the tent would be like almost in between you. Uh, Sidrus just happens to catch a slight silhouette as he's ducking around the tent. Show yourself, fucker! You don't stand a chance against us. Okay, so I'm gonna say, all in all. You're within 30 feet. Where's he at? Does anyone have eyes on him? Nine. Uh, God, I don't. Natural 20 for his stealth check plus five. <laughs> for a 25. Oh, yeah. I, so roll a perception? Yeah, okay, if you're I, trying to find him. Yeah, I rolled not bad, just not good enough. Uh, I rolled a 20, I, not net. I rolled a 21, not net. I rolled a 16. You are unable to see anything, but you can hear 
gurgling coming from within the tent. Oh God! I'm gonna take a shot. Take a shot. Yeah, I'm. I'm letting my arrow fly. Don't, don't, don't do that. Okay, give me your shot with uh, disadvantage. Okay. I'm on now. Uh, being that this person hasn't taken, and I'm gonna say since you can't see him, he is half cover as well. Are you still going to impose disadvantage or cancel it out? Uh, yeah, it'd be disadvantage. Because okay. remember, I get the advantage on all attack rolls when I shoot. First. Oh, yeah, so that would cancel out. Okay. So you would just do a straight roll. But he's going to have half cover, so that'll okay. be a plus two to his AC. Natural 20, boys. It's not bad. It's not natural 20. Count on me fingers here. A 19 to hit. Uh, 19 to hit. That does hit. And beings that uh, that would be, that would also give me my extra D6, correct? Yes. I had, okay. Yeah, after he shot. I'm and then it's also a crit. Is that not? Yes. Yeah, for you it would. Yes. Amir's arrow will fly true and strike this monster for a thirteen total damage. You hear a thump of something hitting and then you hear what the hell and then coming out of the tent is Salazar with an arrow sticking out of his arm son (laughs) of a bitch Salazar why did you scare us like that I'm so sorry friend somebody killed my guards in the tent somebody slipped the back of the tent and then they slipped Killed the guards and they were trying to kill me and then they were, took off when I woke up. I had, I, we didn't hear anything. I, I didn't either till he was trying to slit my throat. Uh, so and you can you see that there is so like a, a blade mark where he's bleeding a little bit along his throat. I heard some gurgling. <sighs> it's safe to say it's probably that thing that we passed on the road. It's hunting us. I don't know what it was, but. Yeah, did, did, did it, you, they're deadly. I can tell you that. Did you, did you happen to glan- get a glance at this creature? It was human, whatever it was. No human would do that. Well, especially not that one that's that stealthy. I say we get on the horses and get the the wagons, and we move now. We press through quickly. I'm sorry about your guards. <laughs> they were good men. Drake, bring him back to the village and give him a proper barrel there, or just leave him. Uh, I advise against it, but if we must, you must hurry. We will bring him on a cart for now. We can burn him later. Be quick. Just grab the body. Just leave the other shit there. Okay, so Salazar is going to grab in, grab one of the bodies. I'll go and help grab the other body. Help. Yeah, and as you guys are carrying him over, quickly. Need to move. Is there on the bodies? C- 
can I uh, roll investigation right before they pick him up and move him to see if I can identify any kind of wounds? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's easy to see their uh, their throats were slit and they were cut deep. Um, Salazar, I don't mean to be rude, but um, you think I could get that arrow back? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can see that while you got well, before he went over to go grab the body, he like broke it off, pushed it through, broke it off, pulled it out, and then healed himself. Okay, no wonder you weren't so upset, friend. <laughs> I still think he's pretty you shot me. Vamir, <laughs> uh, uh, what's your armor class? Uh, fourteen. A fourteen. So you were going to get hit. By what seems like a force, and it just shoves you for nine points of damage. My God, I've just gotten hit in somewhere, oh, and it hurts. Two arms, everyone. It, it it feels like someone just punched you. I feel like I've been punched, but by a brick. Dovahkeen, did you hit me? I did not. I was helping Salazar. Get the bodies and put them on the cart. Good grief. With that, I would like everybody to uh, give me initiative. Shit. <laughs> I knew, no! I knew that was coming. I, yeah. don't, I don't want to roll because I know it's going to be good, and I need this roll. Is there like a 19 cocksucker? <laughs> don't, don't worry, Vermeer. Uh, 16. Uh, yeah. 23 for my initiative. All right, uh, 25 to 20. Yay, right here. Vamir? 15 to 20. 16. 19. Team Sidrus. I love being the anchor, oh boy. <laughs> what did you get, like a five? A 10. Uh, Sidrus, what is your dex? Five. Oh, all right. <laughs> So is his. Uh, roll me a d20, and whichever one of us rolls highest will go first. Dude, that's rough. This guy's going to be yeah. tough. Yeah. I rolled a four. Oh. Dice that you gave me gave me a 16. All right. Uh, woo All right. So, Sidrus it is. So, order goes... Uh, s- Enemy, Dovahkeen. Yeah, it goes Vermeer, Citrus. And then Rango at the anchor. <laughs> and 10, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm ready, dude. Because you know what? Combat's not going to defeat me. I'm going to defeat it. That's very right. positive thinking there, Rango. And words of... With that, Vermeer, it is your turn. You have just been hit by a, uh, it just feels like you've been punched. You're not sure from where. It definitely came from somewhere at a range. As I look down at my body, do I see anything sticking out of me? No. It it just feels like you just got punched, like, in the back. And I can't see an enemy? No. I mean, you can give me a perception check to look for one. All right, I'm going to do but he he had actively 
hid before he launched his attack. Uh, for a 16. I uh, can't see him. This fucker's stealthy. I can't find him. Um, I rolled two nat 20s on his stealth oh, checks. I'm sure he did behind that wall over Dude, there. I, I swear, if the <laughs> dice were... If I had a camera for the dice... Oh, that shit. Um, this, uh, I need healing. I'm hurt. Um, I'm going to back off and kind of catch myself behind the party. Okay. Uh, you can hold your turn as well until in okay. case until he uh, exposes if he exposes himself. Okay, I'll hold myself. If he exposes himself, man. <laughs> You're gonna hold You're yourself just... until he exposes himself, man. <laughs> All right. You just the eye contact that it just went over my head, and then the second you said it, I was like, oh, he's gonna expose. It's getting soft. Oh, I'm telling you. It's getting saucy tonight. <laughs> yes, I'm saying. Sorry, Elias. Sorry, Kai. Missed uh, out. Elias is especially missing this. All right. So, Vamir is holding his action. And <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face anymore. Until uh, the, fuck I the enemy triggers something. Sidrus, it is your turn. You can hold on to something, too, until the enemy shows up if you want. Uh, I'll just cast Sea Invisibility. Sea Invisibility? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you do not see anything. Oh. Well... He was not invisible. He was just very well hidden. <laughs> Motherfucker, dude. Uh, give me a perception check, though, with your... Uh... <laughs> All seeing eyes. Nope. Uh, 14. 14? Uh, nope. Can't see anything. And that's all for my action. Okay. Uh, with that, it is the enemy's turn. <laughs> fucking show yourself, you fucking little coward. And, uh... He is going to show himself, and he is going to be... 45 feet away. Can I shoot at him? <laughs> and he was at a different location from where he had... Taking a shot at Vamir, and he's going to try and take a shot at Sidrus. Seeing Sidrus try to look for him, and that is a twelve to try and hit you with his bow. And this will expose to where he is hidden, so Vamir can take his turn. I'm going to release my arrow on this cocksucker. That's a miss. Okay, that's a miss. <laughs> for a twelve to hit. Uh, that is a miss as well. Dice have failed me when I needed you most. <laughs> he is not within range. You guys. Damn. So with that being said, he is just going to move. He, what he's kind of doing is he's kind of like circling your group on the outside. So he's going to kind of move off to the circle. 
He's not going to try and hide as he's been spotted. And that brings us to Dovahkiin's turn. All right, I'm going to use my heavy crossbow and try to take a shot at him. Okay. I know it's messed tonight. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? 12. 12? Yeah, 12 more this. Uh, Rango. Oh, man. This is my time to shine, baby. The anchor. All right. I'm going to pull my staff out, and I'm going to talk a little dirty to it because it did me wrong last time in this battle. I'm thirsty for blood. And I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb. Okay. God, dude. And upon seeing that, I rolled a five, and I'm going to burn one of my chrono shifts to re-roll. Because <laughs> you see a little, like, spark at the tip of my staff, and I, like, make a big to-do, right? I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm going to get this guy. And then nothing happens. And then I rolled a 16 plus four for 20. Hell yeah. That hits. So that's, let's see here. Eighteen damage, nice. and that's gonna be because I, I cast it out at the second spell level, and I'm going to choose acid. Okay. So that was what I say. Eighteen. Yep. Eighteen acid damage, and you're just gonna see this orb just glow, and then shoot off like a rocket, and then just nail this guy center mass. It hits him, and the acid begins to burn away chunks of the metal and the leather he's wearing underneath of his chainmail, and he takes some damage. So when the acid, does that lower his AC then, since it's, uh, since the acid's, like, tearing apart his armor? At the moment, I'm going to say no. Good, good call. Good call but it out. It does though. show damage. Like yes, but it does. It does show some damage. So he can, we, if he bleeds, we can kill it. I'm so happy. I was like, before. <laughs> I, I think what happened was I told myself, like, if you roll bad, just chrono shift. And then I rolled bad. I cussed myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, with that, any? Uh, you have anything else you want to do? Bonus action? Anything? Uh, you know, I don't think so. Um, no, I, I think I'm good. With that, it is Salazar's turn. Uh, Salazar is going to come up behind Vamir and go to attempt to heal you, and his magic is not going to work. What in the hell? Why didn't it work? You didn't expose yourself to him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he reaches his hand out and any other time like his hand is glowing like a white light and it, it's kind of just healed whatever wounds that you've had and it sparks in his hand for a second and he goes to touch you and you don't feel that sensation that you felt before and he kind of stops and he looks at his hand and he's like I can't I can't feel my divine magics I hope that cut didn't corrupt you in any way. Are you okay? I don't I don't know. I mean, I healed myself just fine a few minutes ago. It must be the presence of this beast. That's awesome. Something. Dark magic's afoot here. He, we, we have seen that he can be hurt, so you know what the next step is. Let your arrows fly, friend. Fucker, get cut. And uh, with that, we're going to come around to Vamir's turn. 
natural 20 baby let's do this right here I'm going to knock my arrow in my bow I'm going to draw it back and I'm going to release on this foul creature come on me for a 19 to hit uh, 19 will hit and a there's no is there anyone within five feet of this creature I don't think so no okay not yet Fucking just needs to get close, not here. For a total of nine damage. Okay. It's not as good as yours, but <laughs> it's something. Okay. Uh, anything you'd also like to do, bonus action? Uh, I'm going to move back further from the enemy. Okay. Easy enough to do. Move with your uh, 30 feet of movement. Sidrus, it's your turn. I'll use my short bow. Okay. With a miss of 10. Okay. Uh, with your 10? Yeah. Yeah, the arrow is just going to whiz right by him in the dark. With that, it is going to be the enemy's turn. Um, So he's been moving around in the circle. Fuck, I wish we had a map. Uh, so let's say the fire's in the center, and you guys are in a circle around the fire. Who would be on the right side towards the middle? All I know is I would have moved away from him when I Okay, so you would have moved over to the left side on the other side of the fire. Okay. So who would be standing on the right side? Now, think about it this way. Originally, he would have been on the left side, and he would have circled around to the right. So Vamir would have moved from the right side to the left side, and then tried to decide where the rest of you guys would be. Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle? Okay. Safe to assume, at least for me. I'm not too sure, to be honest. Yes. Okay, I'll be on the left side of the fire, I think. I didn't really move. Uh, All right. Um. Okay, well, he's going to come running out of the dark, and you are going to see that he carries a flail in one hand and a rapier in his other yeah, how far away is this fucker away from me? Uh, I'm going to say he's running right up to you. All right. And he's going to... Hang on, let me double check this real quick. So he's going to come up to hit you with his rapier for a 25 to hit. Oh, that hits. And that is... 14 damage. I'm going to use my stone's endurance to reduce that damage. Okay. 
dwarf. 15. Okay, so you reduce all the damage. And with his bonus action, he's going to make an offhand attack for a 16. That misses. Okay, so he makes a strike with his rapier, and you use your stone's endurance to completely negate the damage, and then he swings his flail around in his offhand to try and hit, and you just kind of lean out of the way. And now he is within uh, five feet of you. All right, I'm going to take a swing with my maul on this fucker for 19 to hit. That hits. Kenobi. For uh, 15 damage. Okay, so he is going to use his reaction. He's going to reduce that damage by 8. Alright, well, I'm going to use Action Surge to hit him again. So that was 15. He reduced it by 8. 7. 7. Okay. You're using your Action Surge? Yep. For a 16 to hit. That hits. Ass is mine. (laughs) For 14 damage. Yeah. Nice. Fucking little punk bitch. <laughs> okay, it is Ranko's turn. All right, so Salazar on deck, and then the mirror. <clears throat> so I ch- I just uh, check to make sure chromatic orb doesn't do. It's not area effect. It's just on them because I was worried about splash damage. But uh, I'm just gonna cast chromatic orb at because I can. He's right up there next to Dova, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And I rolled an eight plus four, which, and I'm going to burn my other chronal shift. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, sixteen hits. Oh boy. It's going to be acid damage again. Okay. Good one. Four d eight. Oh man, I see some good rolls. Nineteen damage, acid. So once again, you just see everything in Rango as a repeat. Like, it's just uh, one try, and if I don't do it again, I use magic to fix myself. <laughs> hey, man, damage is still damage. That's true. But the acid should be fucking up his armor. That's what. That's... What did you roll for your damage? Like... 15 or uh, first, 12 or 30, something. First it was a, well, he reduced it the first time for 7, but then the second time got for 14. So all in all, it was like 21 damage done. I mean, we're, we're pushing over 65 health damage already. That's maybe missing an attack, I think. Strong, but not strong enough for my magic that I just have to rewind. Okay. Uh, with that, that is Salazar's turn. And Salazar <clears throat> is going to try and cast. He's within sacred, within 60 feet, so he's going to try and cast Sacred Flame 
And once again, when he sticks his hand out, his magic just won't work. His entity. He is sick. He, Something's he, wrong with him. So instead, he's going to try oh, and shit. he's going to try and cast Fireball. And Fireball is going to hit for a twenty-seven. I, I think it's the entity. It's causing some sort of thing, fucking up his powers for eight Plus damage. Okay. Yeah, and you don't really know because Sidgers hasn't tried to use any magic yet. Um, and Rango's magic seems to work fine. Yeah. So I, what I was going to ask is there, when I hit him that second time and that acid's like just melting us, melting him, it, it, can I identify anything on him or does he just look like a... I mean, it looks like... Like a cloak soldier or like a cloak figure or... Uh, it, it just looks like... A sickly human, almost, in okay. tattered armor. Okay, fair enough. But Don't, that, whatever you do, careful when it touches you. If it touches you. When, when, who Magic is it wise. that got a sense of undead? Uh, Sidrus. Sidrus, did you make that known to the party or no? No. Okay. Uh, I'd like to see Salazar it. went, and as Salazar tries to use his magic, the <laughs> figure's gonna look over at him, and his jaws almost gonna split, and his grin's gonna come up, and he's gonna chuckle. Ooh, the fuck is this creature? Ah, I'm like astounded. Never seeing something like this in my life. Sick little bastard, ain't he? We must kill this creature. It is our. It, it, it might have been. Yeah, we need to kill this thing. Salazar, are you all right? Can I like sense if there's anything going on with him? Uh, do you have anything to try and sense it with? Nope, just my arcana roll. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can try and give it a. Yeah, I mean, I know we're in the middle of combat, so sorry. Fine, no, that's fine. You can use your nope, nothing. Two, <laughs> two? <laughs> two plus four, six. It looks good no. to me. Yeah, yeah. I, he looks fine, guys. Don't worry. Okay, uh, Vermeer, it uh, is 16 to hit. As I take my arrow from my quiver, I put it in my bow and I take a shot at this monstrosity. Okay, uh, give me your 12 total damage with that arrow. 12 damage. Okay, he's going to use his reaction. To reduce the damage, it's going to reduce it by seven. That'd be five damage. How many of those reactions does he have? Uh, well, he can use his reaction once per turn. Okay, gotcha. And then he can use his ability a number limited number of times too. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um, I'm going to move away from him. Uh, as you run away, you hear, and it, it's not really so much as like you hear it coming from him, but you almost hear like a whisper in your ear. You can't run from your fate, boy. 
They're just from you. <laughs> it's <laughs> shit in your pants right now, dude. Yeah. Uh, with that, it is Sidrus's turn with the enemy on deck. There's something crazy about this guy. Yeah, the uh, gen- the jaw splitting open, chuckling didn't give the hint. Yeah, well, he just spoke to me through subconscious means of communication. Uh, when Vimir says that, all of you hear kind of like the whisper in your ear. I'm coming for all of you. Fuck you, I'll arm. return all your souls home where they belong. The fuck you are, bitch. It's kind of hot. Where am I from? I've wanted to know this my whole life. Please explain, creepy entity that hides in the shadows and strikes without warning. Uh, with that, it is, it is Sidrus' turn. <laughs> I do not respond. Yeah, yeah, you don't get a response that time. Damn it. You do just get... <laughs> Can't we settle this over a pint? <laughs> Grab his dick and twist him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Alright, Sidrus, what are you thinking down there? Say, I'm going to try to cast Sacred Flame. I was really hoping you say you were going to try to grab his dick and twist it. <laughs> okay. Uh, what did he say? Before you go to cast Sacred Flame, give me a religion check. Oh, shit. <sighs> Not the best. Uh, 16. 16? Okay, give me uh, Sacred Flame is a Dex. Dex 14. Um, doesn't matter. He rolled 12. Oh, nice. A single point of radiant damage. <laughs> it burns so, up a little. Ah. You, as you reach your hand out to cast your divine magic, for the slightest second, you don't feel that connection at all in your hand. It just kind of sparks in front of your hand, and then the flame just comes like <laughs> roaring out, and it's almost just like a puff, and it just kind of slightly singes his face and you can see the radiant damage it kind of like peels his flesh back just a little bit yeah. this thing is demonic bro and with that it is his turn he is going to Look at Sidrus. <laughs> Your queen's power still works here. Interesting. And then... Uh, let's see. He was standing right next to Dovahkiin. Yes. He is going to use his 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's going to use his first attack to attack Dovahkiin for an attack with his rapier for a natural one. That's good. So he's going to swing, hit the dirt, and then on his backspin, he's going to try and hit you with the flail for a 23. That hits. And that is seven points of damage. All right. As his bonus action, he's going to use second wind. Heal 14 points. And he's starting to look a little bloodied. Is that the end of his turn? Yes, that is the end of his turn. Alright, I'm gonna use my maul to hit him. Quick question. Uh, has acid damaged his armor any to where it's lowered or no? No, it hasn't lowered his AC. I got a 13 to hit. Uh, 13 is going to miss. Fucking hell. Uh, with that, it is Rango on deck, unless you have a bonus action there, Overkeen. I do not. We got this, fellas. We can kill this monster. I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb, first level. Okay. Ooh. 13. 13 is going to miss. And at the end of Rango's turn, before Salazar goes, he is going to use his only legendary action to jump from Dovahkiin, landing directly in front of Sidrus, and he is going to take a melee attack at Sidrus. Um, how far is Sidrus away from me? Uh, Sidrus was on the opposite... You were on the right side. Sidrus was on the left side of the fire, correct? Yeah. Okay. And how far would that be? Right at least. Probably at least 20 feet. All right, then. Fuck. And you can look if you want. That's a natural 20. Oh, Oh, yes. Natural 20 plus 8 for a 28 to hit. Sixteen points of damage. As he swings his rapier, he leaps over, clearing the entire fire, landing directly in front of Sidrus. Swings his sword around and skewers the little kobold, lifting him up so that he is eye height. You'll be the first. To return to the shores of the afterlife. Our dark lord awaits your return. And he is going to pull the sword out, and you are going to just thump and fall to the ground, taking your 16 points of damage. Holy shit. (laughs) And with that, it is Salazar's turn. Uh, Salazar is going to try uh, he's not going to try and cast Sacred Flame he's going to try and cast 
mind silver mind sliver which is a cantrip and the enemy is going to make the saving throw bringing us to Vamir's turn Vamir is going to watch him as he skewers the kobold Sidrus and it is going to enrage him to the point to where he starts to move towards this monstrosity within five feet as he pulls out his swords and swings to attack him in an attempt to skewer him back. Okay, give me your attacks. With a 17 to hit. 17 hits. And then my sneak attack. There is someone within five feet that is friendly. Yep. That you consider friendly. <laughs> yeah. For a total of well, yeah, thirteen damage. Thirteen. Okay. And then I'm going to use my other action to disengage and hide behind the party. Okay. But I'm not more than thirty feet away. Okay. Easy enough to do. And that brings us to Sidrus's turn with the enemy on deck. Try cure wounds on myself. Okay. Those same religion. Uh, you do not have to roll. Okay. This time you do not have to. You uh, you successfully passed your religion check on that first roll. Barely. Uh. Okay. However, your uh, connection to the Raven Queen does feel much weaker, and you only heal half of whatever you roll for your cure wounds. Aw. Good maximum health. Yeah. Aw. Uh, I'll, I'll explain why after the episode's over. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for the listeners. Aha. And I also do... Uh, where's the little one? Healing word on myself as well. Okay. Six, so that is. No. Yeah, six, three. Hooray, 15 health. Alright, that's my action. Okay. Uh, that's going to bring us to the Faith of the Dam's turn as he is standing there and he watches you manage to heal yourself. <laughs> Oh, there goes all my hit points. He kind of cocks his head to the side a little bit. Why do you resist? This isn't your realm. And uh, he's going to try and hit you again. 
for a 16. Uh, that's a miss. That's a miss? Yeah. Okay. Uh, his rapier attack is going to miss. He's going to try and hit you offhand with his flail. For a 14. It's a miss as well. Okay. Why I hesitated on that, because... I use it as if I use my ranged weapons. I can't use my shield. So yeah. Too. But since I was using my magic, I was still okay. So. As a bonus action, he's going to recover one of his reactions. And that's going to bring us to Dovahkiin's turn with Rango on deck. All right, uh, I'm going to move. We'd say the enemy's 20 feet away. Yep. I'm going to move up to him and hit him with my maul. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Send this thing back to the fucking realm it belongs in. <laughs> For a 16 to hit. That hits. Oh boy. <coughs> Twelve damage. He's starting to look pretty... Uh, he's going to actually use a reaction. He said 12, so he's going to block 6 of that. Fighting for it. Won't you give in there, friend? And... At the end of Dovahkiin's turn, he's going to use his legendary action. Those reset. Those reset at the beginning of every round, and then he can use it on uh, the end of somebody else's turn. So he's going to do his jump, and this time he's going to land in front of Salazar. Striking with his rapier for a natural 20 again. Oh, God. See, getting shot with an arrow wasn't that bad, was it? For 8, 7, 15, plus 6, 21 points of damage. Is he alive or is he dead? Yeah, Salazar's looking pretty bloodied, though. I go. It, it, yes, it is Rango's go. Right. Um, Jesus. Well, my faithful staff, and I'm going to cast a chromatic orb. And remember, he's already used his reaction, so he can't block any attacks this round. I and don't. he uses legendary action. If I try to be like, hey, he's doing a block. Oh, I, I, I plan on just rolling a just nat keep, 20. And keep me straight because I, I will forget. I, uh, I'm i just going to roll a nat 20 real quick and meld them. So <laughs> it isn't going to matter. So no reaction or anything to that. Come on, baby. Come on. Roll 20. Oh, hey, good. I rolled a six. So I fucking missed. <laughs> Damn God. you, cursed demon. <laughs> if it was your flesh, I would eat it. Okay. Uh, I will eat it. With that, it is Salazar's turn. Salazar being in 
melee range, and that's <laughs> not what he's used to. Uh, he's going to take an attack with his mace for a nine to hit, which is going to miss. I don't really think he has anything he can do as a bonus action. And if he backs up, he'll get to take damage from an opportunity attack. So with that, it will be... Yeah, Salazar's going to back up and the enemy's going to take an opportunity attack for an 11 to hit. That's going to miss. And Salazar is going to back up 30 feet away from the enemy. And it is Vamir's turn with Sidra's on deck. Is there any one within that's friendly but within five feet of this guy? No, because uh Okay. Dovahkiin would have moved over by Sidris and then he launched from Sidris over to where Salazar was. I'm going to pull my blades out again. And I'm going to charge over there and I'm going to knife him. My okay. sword, or hit him with my sword um, for eight total damage, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage. Okay. Uh, what miss. was your hit? I missed your uh, hit. The hit, I didn't say it. It was a 23. Oh, okay. My cool. bad. Eight damage. Yep, an eight damage. I got confused because I rolled the five feet pre. Okay. Okay, that's fine. And then I was taking that off. Um, Sidrus, it is your turn with the enemy on deck. Uh... I'm going to cast Moonbeam. A con 14. Okay. Is it? Uh, that is a 16. Uh, 12 radiant damage. 12 radiant damage. And you can see that he's really looking... Or like the the beam hits him and it actually peels away to the flesh and begins to expose bones on parts of his cheek, some of his hand. So he's looking rough. Yeah, he's looking rough. Good. It is Rango's turn. Oh, wait. Fuck. Is it? No, no. Dovi. No, it is the enemy's turn. Fuck. I say I'll take him out. Um. Sidrus is a good ways away from him. So he's going to move up against Salazar. No. He's gonna turn he's gonna turn around to hit Vamir. He's gonna chase after Vamir. So his first attack. Oh, I did hide, so does he you, have to find me? Uh, he pretty much watched you. You disengage, not hide. Well, I can disen- disengage and take the hide action. I'm almost positive. Let me read it. Uh, uh, it's it's one or the other. You can disengage, you can oh, hide, or, hide. or you can do something else. Dash, I yeah, think. It would have been the hide action, but it, it, whatever you want to call it. Well, you said disengage. Okay. So we're, we're going to go with disengage. Okay, that works. So that was a 16 to hit. Uh, that's a hit. Okay, with his first attack, that, get better armor. that is 12 points of damage. Okay. 
And with the second attack, he's going to make with the flail. Um, is a natural 20. Is <laughs> How far away is Vimir This from? is stupid. How many 20s I've rolled tonight? Oh, yeah. It DM. What? Uh, yes. How far away is Vimir from Dova? Uh, 10 feet or 5? Since I moved to the left side. I would say because he ran up, hit the enemy, and then ran away again. Uh, I would say he was probably only about 10 feet away from the enemy. And the enemy had followed Salazar on the other side of the fire. Alright, then, never mind. Okay. I want to try to intercept to help people reduce their damage. It's hard when everybody's all spread out, though. So that is six points of damage. So Mir is down. Oh, God. Is it my go? No, it's... It is Dovahkiin's dough. Okay, I'm going to run up to the foul creature. Um, oh, shit. No, he's going to bonus action. And he's going to action surge. Because he has not used that yet. The fighter of some sort? Yep. And he's probably not a shape changer. Uh, shape changer? No. Okay. So you see Vamir fall to the ground. And he's going to reach down, pull Vamir up by like his armor. And you're going to see him pull out a dagger from his hip. And he's going to make an attack on Vamir. It's been nice knowing you. (laughs) For a 22 to hit. And he's just going to plunge it like right into the side of your ribs. And that is seven points of damage. And you fail a death saving throw. He's going to drop the mirror. Holy fuck. Look at the rest of you. This is the fate that awaits all of us so that we can return home. And uh, with that, we're going to take a quick break. And we are back from break. Starting back up in our initiative order, we left off with Dovahkiin's turn. You can do it. Okay, I'm going right up to this little evil motherfucker that just killed Vamir. Okay. He's, what, 20 feet away? Uh, Yeah, he would definitely be in your distance of right. 30 feet. Uh... 15 to hit and misses. Uh, 15 misses. <laughs> it is Rango's turn. Alright. I'm gonna keep it happening with Chromatic Orb, man. Oh, geez, what's that, Ilias? Bardic Inspiration? Oh, man, you're the best. <laughs> Where's my Bardic Inspiration? That's bullshit. You know what? 
I'll allow it. Well, I'm the mine. Oh, you didn't think of it. That's how. Or so I rolled a 15. What's his bardic inspiration? Like D6. Uh, D6. Yeah, that's a two. So that's uh what? D17. Yeah. No. Well. 15, 16, 17. Yeah, sorry. Duh. 17 to hit. Yep. Seven, 17 will hit. 3d8 acid damage coming your way. Oh, boy. It's a good roll. 17 damage. He is looking like he's barely holding on. Uh, It is Sal's... Gonna, <clears throat> sorry, I was just going to yell at him. Okay. Um... I'd Fuck you! <laughs> yeah, uh, you motherfucker. Um, I'm just gonna tell him. I, I hope you don't intend to fucking stay in this room because you're going back to whatever fucking hell pit you where you belong. I usually eat anything and everything that I kill, but you know what? You're not even worth me eating. If I'm returning, I'm taking you with me. You better pack a fucking lunch, bro. You will make a perfect lunch. Uh, so once I don't know. That didn't make sense. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't have anything else. So that, my, it sounded good to me. Yeah, no. So Hungry Jaws says once per short rest as a bonus action, I can make a bite attack. So I could um, I could reach out and bite this motherfucker. Uh, yeah, you could, you could run up to him and try to bite him. Yeah. Sure, go for it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying you you you're within distance. For okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna run up and hungry jaws, and I'm just gonna launch and try to directly latch onto this motherfucker's throat. I rolled a 17. Okay. Um. You go to launch, and he like gets his arm in between his. His throat and your jaw, and you clamp down on his arm. Um, give me your damage, and then I'm going to say that you are grappled with him. Two points of damage. Two points? Yeah, and I also gain plus two temporary health. Okay. <laughs> give me your life force. So you are grappled with his flail arm. Like he's grappling me? Like you are like latched on down it. on his arm and he can't use that arm to bonus Perfect. Gotcha. action. Perfect, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. With that, it is Salazar's turn. And uh, Salazar is going to begin to panic a little bit. And he's going to try and heal himself with cure wounds. And you can see that he is, uh, he's kind of having like a bit of a mental breakdown and he's trying to, he's holding his holy necklace, his holy symbol, and he is muttering in draconic in what you assume is a prayer to his God. And he is trying to, uh, use some of his divine magics, but his cleric magics, but none of it is working. Oh God. Well, and with that, it will be Vamir's turn. A failed death save of nine. So you now have two fails. Two failures. That's not Sidrus, good. it is your turn. Down to the wire. Well, sorry, Rango. I'm going to move my moonbeam over towards, well, Rango and the enemy. Okay. Because it's only a five foot. So. Okay. Make so. a con... 
14. So now let me ask you this, Rango. Are you going to let go because you see the moon being coming? <clears throat> are I, are you going to let go and move out of the way to not get hit? And let him attack me? Uh, if you move, because it's only a five-foot path, so if you have to move within 10 feet. Okay. So you could move five feet out of the way, and he would not get the opportunity attack. Or you could continue to keep him grappled and take the make, take the yeah do the deck saving throw and since he's grappled i would make him do it at disadvantage but you would take whatever damage based on if you made the save or not yeah i'm fucking i'm staying latched on okay so he will roll at disadvantage yeah you're damn right he will con 14 saving throw uh yeah con I don't know how you want to So he rolled a natural 20 plus 4 for 24, and then he rolled a 12 plus 4 for 16. Oh, okay. God damn it. I rolled a nat 20 plus 2. Okay. So I think it's half damage, correct? Yep, half damage. I still take half damage? Yep. Okay. That was a good roll. Uh... What a time for nat 20, bro. I can't believe I got another nat 20 at disadvantage, though. It's crazy. I'm going to fucking bless this dice. <laughs> Which ones are you using? Uh, actually, I'm using the one that Chad got me. Nice. And then uh, this pink one. And I then like I'm that using that the one that Zach got me, which has the uh, the symbol inside of it, which is really sweet. Uh, six radiant. Is that already halved? Yeah, it's already halved. Okay. Okay. So I'm still grappled? Uh, Currently, yes. Okay. And it is... Sidrus just went, so it is his turn. He is going to look at you directly in the eyes, like pulling his arm up. <laughs> Holding the flail and with the rapier, since and since you're not letting go, I'm going to give him the advantage to just try and stab you straight through the stomach. Okay. <laughs> so that is a 22 to yeah. hit. Oh yeah, you definitely hit. Am I right there with Ra- uh, Rango or no? Um. Did you make a melee attack against him last turn? Yeah, and it missed. Then, yes, you would be within uh, five feet. All right. Well, whatever his damage is, I will use the interception to help reduce that. Okay. So go ahead and roll for whatever it reduces. And I will roll our damage. Reduce 11 damage. Okay, so I rolled 7 plus 6. 13. For 13, so you take 2 points of damage. And, uh... He's just gonna kind of leave... 
the sword, like, it's not really impaled into you so much as it's impaled into, like, your robes. Like, it's tangled up in your robes, and it kind of scraped your side as it cut Why? So I'm going to say that he's kind of using that to try and grapple you. If you were to uh, try to step away, it would be a contested rule. Okay. <clears throat> and with that... Should be my turn, correct? I'm trying to see if there's anything he can do on a bonus action. <laughs> oh, geez, no, there's not. Okay, next. <laughs> no, he's he's burnt most of his abilities. All right, it is Dovahkiin's turn with Rango on deck. Finally, uh, twenty-five to hit. Uh, that <laughs> fuck that hits. He's going to use his reaction. I mean, 19 damage. Okay. He's going to block five of that. But you see him as the damage hits him. He goes limp. And kind of falls to the ground. Um. I'm gonna as soon as that happens like I feel him go start to go limp I'm gonna let go and back up a couple feet and just say we need to burn this thing before that happens I'm gonna get revenge and I'm just gonna use the maul and start smashing his face in <sighs> the maul into the ground for killing okay. him uh, you hit him and as you bring your maul down and hit him again you see his body starts to turn to like a a black sand or like a black ash and it's just a pile of ash laying there um and as soon as that happens I'm gonna rush over to Vermeer and see if I can stabilize him okay give me a and I'm gonna yell at uh is okay, so Kai would pull out the I'm gonna say that for the duration of that combat Kai and Ilias were frozen so they couldn't do anything uh kai is going to throw you the healer's kit because i'm pretty sure kai had it last and yeah. you can use that okay i'm gonna use the healer's to kit. stabilize uh give me your medicine roll <clears throat> nine give me a constitution saving throw from here Twenty-two. You <gasps> gasp and uh, slowly and very hazily start to wake up. Your body aches all over. Good grief! And uh, the knife wound in your ribs is just like a constant dull aching pain. It hurts. Welcome back from the dead, friend. <laughs> is uh, is that no. dagger laying anywhere? Uh, it is gone. Fuck. Nothing left, just ashes? Yep. Fuck, man. I'd almost rather S- be left dead. Sidrus, what do you grief, make of this? It hurts. 
as the ashes begin to kind of blow away in a wind that comes from almost seemingly nowhere, the clouds and the fog begin to dissipate over the next 10 to 15 minutes. And uh, you realize that it's only about 3 o'clock in the afternoon and the sun is out. It is bright. The uh, moons from the day... The daytime moons are clearly seen hanging in the sky and everything appears to be normal. Holy shit. Is everybody... So no 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 casualties? Zero casualties, correct? Uh, outside no. of... <laughs> Salazar. Outside of... Two guards. My guards, friends, back there. Okay, I, I, I couldn't remember. I thought so, and then I was like, "Fuck, it's just us and Salazar, and you know, kind and uh, Ilias." So I just want to make sure. <laughs> head count? Can we get a head count? <laughs> uh, I owe you my life, Rango, and everyone. Thank you. What a scary, fucking monster. Have, is, has anybody ever seen any of the likes of this beast? I have read many books. I spent many, much time in the woods with an old wizard man myself, and never once have I ever even maybe just stories of something this demonic. In my time at almost passing, did I see anything? Any visions? Anything crazy? Interesting question. Give me a religion check. Oh, okay. boy. So I might do one as well. Uh, 14. 14. You remember, because you had two death savings. You failed two, I, failed. Right? I was damn near dead. He almost permanent died. You remember standing at, like, you've stood at the edge of the lake up at, Michigan. So, mm-hmm. you, so you know what it's kind of like when you're standing at the lake and you look out over the water and you can just see everything on the opposite shore. Yeah. Like it was kind of like that, but it was just devoid, lifeless. There was no there was no like trees or anything. Everything was just kind of like shades of black and gray. Mm. And while you kind of felt like a pulling towards the opposite shore and then you had felt yourself begin to wake up and you just woke up and Rango and everyone was uh, standing around you and you are stabilized with uh, one hit point gotcha. and you are conscious <clears throat> well I believe that's enough excitement for one day uh, how how close? Are, how, yeah, I'm sure. How close to the village are we? Do you have any idea? Uh, six days. Oh fuck, six seven days. God, so there's. You guys were eight days in. You guys were on yeah. day thirty four when you left uh, the Iron Hills Quarry, and then eight days had passed when you had the encounter with the Raven, and then the following day on the ninth day is when this encounter happened. It's in the afternoon, so... Yep. I mean... There's really... And we're just out here on the road, right? Like yep. We're just on our way to the city. The, 
Yeah, about few, every, every 50 miles or so, you pass two or three little settlements that's that are getting ready to ask. little, like, homestead families that have little farms or, like, right. like maybe a little lumber mill business or something like that. Okay. So but, nothing... Pr- so we but can, no large villages, nothing where it's... no. It's, there might be an occasional tavern at, like, a bridge crossing when you come across a bridge crossing okay. or a crossroad. Right. There, a, taverns so, will set up shop there often, but... I mean, I... I say we just, I think the best thing to do is just hang out for a little while today. Use the rest of this day to just patch ourselves up and get ready to start traveling once again in the morning. I need to find a healer as soon as possible. Hey, Salazar, could you, since the entity is gone, could your magic work again? Uh, He, uh... He looks at you, and he looks quite worried. I have not been able to sense power from my deity since... Honestly, since we encountered that man yesterday, or this, when, this morning, whenever we, whenever we had encountered him. Damn. And if you think about it, it's really weird that it's three o'clock in the afternoon because when he attacked you, it was night, and you guys had went to sleep to camp. Yeah, and, and he had attacked the during. The night. Yeah, so maybe that clicks in something with somebody. There is, yeah, yeah, and I st- I start relaying that to everybody. Like, what the, f- what is going on? Nothing good, that's for sure. Some evil. Do we see, do I see anybody on the road, or do do I do I recognize this as being the same part of the road we were in? We uh, you definitely recognize it as the same. It, you're in the same area that you camped in. Your your stuff's still there. Your cart's still there. Just a, a, a it's just a random amount of time has yeah. passed. Oh. So say if you woke up at three o'clock in the morning, it's now three o'clock in the afternoon. Even if you wouldn't have stabled Vamir, he would have actually lived. So I rolled a 15 for the second save and a nat 20 for the third. Nice. Yeah. Damn it. I was supposed to carry out a hit, but <laughs> <laughs> instead of using the healer's kit, just... <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so, I mean, I don't really know what else to do except for maybe just rest and try to stabilize Vamir a little bit with some... Some of the, I mean, we have the med kit. No sense in, I mean, we can travel. Salazar is going to look at Sidrus and speak to him in Draconic. Couldn't, uh, couldn't you just heal him up? I, I seen you heal yourself. And I can understand that. Huh? I speak Draconic. Oh, you do? Yeah. I ju- I was like, I should look. <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. The, the forgetful Rango. Yeah. And I look over and I just say the same thing. I have used too much power in that fight. Oh. 
Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you were you were doing a lot. It's I was pretty fucking useless. I'm not used to feeling like that. You're not useless. You just healed us up a bunch before a big fight. Vimeri said he can't heal you right now. Uh, I expected as much. No, not not because it's his choice not to. <laughs> he just lacks the power to. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, he lacks the strength. Sure, he does. <laughs> I like how you specified. Not because he doesn't want to. Well, it's just his reaction, and he's and he stated that he wouldn't stay. And he, you know, he wouldn't help anybody unless he considered a friend. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it all canon, man. For me, you you will be fine. Stable yourself out. Take a nap. We'll sit here. We'll. I'm sure I could find something in these woods to make some t- type of salve and. We shall get you set up. I mean, you act like you almost died or something. <laughs> I hope you're right, Rango. It hurts. Nothing okay, else so hurts. It's that wound. So you guys can uh, finish yeah. setting up for your... Get your long rest in. That's rough. That was a rough encounter. Yeah. And uh, we can either wrap up there for the night oh. or uh, we can finish up your guys' trip to the village and turn in your quest. Let's finish up the trip and turn in the quest. I mean, shit, it's still early. Alright. Yeah. I'm down. So you finish your long rest, you wake up in the morning, uh, you assemble in your marching order. Do I go back to max hip? Uh, yes. And do I still have that pain in my side? Yes. Damn Morgul Blade. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, I don't have anything. Before we set off, I don't think I have. Let me check my bag real quick. Elias is going to play you a lively tune on your way to the village. Um, I'm going to take, before we before we left, I'm going to take, is the ash still there from, uh, or did it all blow away? Interesting question. No, it is all gone. Fuck. I wanted to get some. What about the armor or anything? Uh, Yep, it was all gone. Everything he was carrying or might have dropped just disintegrated and turned to ash. I was going to try and snag some of it, but didn't think about it in time. All right. Do we arrive in town? Um, Give me a survival check. On your journey, everybody. Uh, just Sidrus and Vamir. Sidrus uh, in the front, Vamir in the back. Twenty-three. Seventeen. So a total of fourteen days has passed since you had left the Iron Hills Quarry. You had, other than some <coughs> normal encounters with. Soldier patrols or uh, some normal trading caravans or just uh, normal farmers. The rest of your journey was uneventful and you come up through the mountains and as you crest in and you get your first good look of the Red Hollow Village and Mining Guild, you can see that a palisade had been erected around the front of it and there were holes where it had been broken through. Some of the village, uh, some of the village buildings had uh, remnants of fire damage to them, where it looks like they had caught fire. Uh, there were marks where 
arrows that hit buildings or weapons or swords that hit buildings and it definitely it bears the scars of uh, recent very large battles and you can actually see behind the village uh, a large pile of bodies that are actually burning that's one way to get rid of them Uh, Vamir is going to look at everyone and let them know that um, I'm going to go to the uh, infirmary where they healed us before and ask them about this mysterious wound I carry. Um, I'll meet back up with you. And I'm going to head to the infirmary in this town try to find a healer. Okay, easy enough. Uh, actually, the infirmary is located inside the guild hall, okay. which is where... We're heading anyway. Yeah. Salazar... We'll look at all of you. I can uh, take the cart to the guardhouse and make sure everything is unloaded if you wish to go see uh, the mayor. Yes. Vimea, I'm sure that the... And he's going to uh, clap you on the shoulder. I wish you luck with finding out what pains you. I'm sorry I couldn't do anything on the trip. Uh, It's no problem, Salazar. You, uh... You're you're a good, good being, and uh, I wish you the best, my friend. And may God guide you on your travels. And uh, I'm going to leave. Yeah. And as you all are assuming, I'm heading to uh, <coughs> the, uh, the the mining guild slash mayor's office, where uh, Famir, when he comes in, inquires where the infirmary is, and heads off to that direction and the rest of you could head up to Brock's office. Yeah. I make for Brock's office. Yeah. Uh Vamir. Coming into the infirmary, you can see it is a dragonborn. And a dragonborn a female dragonborn, Lucia, and a human male named Ryan. Um, excuse me, but I've ran into this being, and I'm going to explain to them what I seen, what it was, and the blade that stabbed me up and through the rib cage. Well, okay. yeah, and yeah. That it still pains me, and if there's anything they can do to help me, or if they have any information on this. Uh, so as you're explaining all this, you like pull your armor up and your shirt up and, uh, you can see the wound. And since you haven't had any magical healing on it yet, um, it's going to look slightly infected and she is going to cast greater restoration. Okay. And then uh, she's going to cast Cure Wounds. Does it take away the ailments of this wound or no? Uh, give me a constitution saving throw. That's not good. Um, looks like uh-huh. a oh, 12. <coughs> So, 
the wound no longer looks infected and it in fact healed although it healed in the shape of kind of like an ugly scar like it didn't heal like it's it's healed but it didn't heal right as far as whether or not it still hurts only time will tell okay Uh, Vamir's going to end up heading back to the group to collect their coin. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you walk into, or you walk back upstairs, and everybody is sitting outside at uh, Brock's office. Once Vamir comes up, you guys open the door, walk in, and Brock is sitting behind his desk and he looks up at all of you you all survived you have no idea I'm I'll admit I uh we captured a group of bandits that said that they went after one of our carriages and we kind of feared the worst we ran into this being and I recount the short story of the Demonic, whatever, turning the ashes, killed it, blah, blah. You know, Vamir almost dying. Um, in the short of things, basically. And just explained to him, like, what? And it's just gone. I've, I've never heard of such a thing. He spoke what? to he, he did, spoke to us directly. Did, did Salazar return with you? Yes, yes, he's taking care of the, the carriage. Well, it's good to know that he is still alive. Un- unfortunately, his two, the two men that he brought with us... Um, were killed by this beast. They were, they were good men. Yes, we brought their bodies back, I believe. Uh, we will give them a proper burial and see their families attended to. I, uh, I believe I owe you. Some coin, and he is going to give you. I believe it was nine hundred gold that we agreed upon. And there is, uh, it's several pouches there, but it's it totals to nine hundred gold. And then he's going to hand out. Each of you an earring, and these are red earrings, and you'll be able to look them up. They're a homebrew item. Uh, look up the red amethyst earring, and it should pop up, I believe. Amethyst earring, and it should pop up. So each of us is getting 225 gold, basically. I mean, I took the last whatever payment it was, and I split it for, like, split half of it for Kai. I was going to do the same with this one. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
however you guys want to just divide yeah, it up. I mean, that's I fine. I was 212 gold. I don't know. Are, are you doing so the I, four people or the six? I guess it would be. Are you guys setting aside gold for Ilias and Kai, or are you just? I did out of my share. Yeah, last probably time. auto. Okay. Yeah, I mean they were with us. Yeah, so somebody will just have to keep track of how much gold's for them, or they'll have to listen to the episode and figure it out. <laughs> it, everybody would get 150 gold out of this pay, or the, the out pay? of the, out of this pay. And then what? And um, I don't know. I we'll have to we'll have to look back on the notes for the or look back on the other one for the other job. I don't remember how much it was paid. Eight fifty plus the. Uh, no, I meant the one before. Cause we, mine one, the uh, the goblin one, that was eight fifty. Okay. Total gold, and then you got the uh, book bag for it too. The one before would be like from the goblin one. Everybody to get like, might as well call it one hundred and forty-one. Pen's finally dying. After Vermeer collects his gold, he's going to quietly walk off to find a place to think. Uh, you would still have your room at the Alibi. Eh, he would be more outside, maybe even outside the city in the forest, just kind of okay. collecting thoughts. So 16 days had passed during this session so far. Putting it at day 49. I like that we're keeping track of it. That is cool. Really gives you a sense of time of how much parties had time to bond together. Yeah, just in the overall general... Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to... That's a good place to wrap up for the night rather than jumping into something. So we will see you guys next week. All right. Later. See ya.